Welcome guys to another edition of the Hosni Mubarak Show. It is I, host Hosni Mubarak. Thank you guys for tuning in today. And in this week's edition, we have the pleasure of hosting Idori Fred Derek. One of perhaps, I mean, if you have not listened to his latest song, I really don't know what broke you hiding under. I promise you, I'm not going to make a reveal of it, but go make sure you go check it out on all streaming platforms. Just type in his name and you'll be able to get it. But of course, that's pretty much not what we talked about on the podcast. Um, we had him on the podcast telling us about how he has been able to land deals for Isaac Uganda, how much work they have been able to cover, how much ground they have been able to see through of course over the course of his service with them he was the country head of business development for isaac and he certainly tells us some of perhaps his experiences working with the organization and perhaps some of the achievements that he has been able to score under his belt and of course i'd like to give a special shout out to my clubhouse community guys anybody that tunes in every saturday i really appreciate you guys and of course if you are listening to this for the first time make sure you go check that out Go to the link in my bio and my Instagram handle at hosnimubarak underscore H-O-S-N-I-M-U-B-A-R-A-Q underscore. Click the link in my bio. Then go look for the clubhouse icon in my link tree and then you definitely be able to get it. Click on to it and it will take you definitely to the clubhouse network. Go make sure you sign in, you join in. We do have live sessions every single Saturday. You don't want to miss that. Let's get into the podcast. Hi, Fred. Hi, Mubarak. What's up? I'm good. How are you? No, you ain't. <laughs> you say I'm good. Okay, generically, <laughs> when you ask me how I am, I'm like, I'm good. I'm just used to it. <laughs> but, you know, why, why is, it, is, is it like an African thing that whenever we ask people, like, how are they, even if they're in a hospital bed, they will tell you, I'm good. And I'm like, bruh, you wouldn't yeah. be here. I wouldn't say it's an African thing, but it's kind of uh, like uh, maybe have grown up. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a reflex thing that I just mm-hmm. find myself saying I'm good without actually thinking about that question. So, that's the but, uh, that's the but I'm actually... <laughs> tell the people, tell the people. No, it's fine. Say it because I'm going to say it either way. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah uh, mm-hmm. that is, is... i had a i had a pretty i had a pretty you know my day started well but uh later it turned out like uh starting yesterday i wasn't really feeling well i yeah. was feeling like some uh, body pains i was at work had a series of meetings actually entire day we were doing meetings and uh, uh by 4 p.m i was feeling bad i was feeling body pain so decided to get back home take a nap and uh uh, one of my colleagues, also one of my workmates, I I work with her. Yeah. She was also feeling the same, so she was curious. Like she's like, uh, could she be having COVID? She has a kind of question. So mm-hmm. she decides this morning to go and do a COVID test, and uh, we're actually having the same symptoms. So both of us were really feeling bad. Mm-hmm. So she does the COVID test, and she's actually positive. Wait, what symptoms? So, wait, wait, wait. What symptoms were you having? Now, number one, I was like feeling serious body pains, mm. then like my throat sore, like sore throat and I was actually at first I thought it could be malaria or something like that. Yeah. So she does a test and she's positive and I was, I get this call from work like, hey, we had like an emergency meeting mm. on uh, risk management. How do we actually manage this situation? Because now uh, if we have COVID, how do we work virtually? How do we self-quarantine and all these things? 
Yeah. So we had to have an emergency meeting and uh, everyone is on, yeah, self-quarantine. Yeah, isolation and taking the concoctions. Mm. Yeah, so right now, then also sharing passwords with people who can, because we have people who are who could work on our behalf. So in case you're really bad, you have someone who can uh, replace you and work on your behalf as you're, you're not getting better. Hmm. So yeah, so it's been that it's been that situation. So I've just been like down. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to you know take the home remedies and uh, hoping to be better. So I'm going to keep on heavy, uh, heavy. Okay. I'm going to check on, right now I'm already doing the multivitamin supplementation, then I'm also yeah. going to be taking much of the homemade remedies. Yeah. Then after that, uh, by, because the uh, literature we're reading is that uh, in five weeks, so I'm going to get another test to okay. see if I am okay in five mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. So um, I just really hope to be fine. Speaking of concoctions, you know, I heard you say you, you you're taking concoctions. You know, uh, what what does this concoction concoct of? Okay, yeah. uh, Generally, you know, you know, COVID nineteen is a viral infection, and uh, the best thing it, it it has an effect. Your body has the capacity to fight certain viral infections, mm-hmm. and uh, COVID is one of them. So the idea is to boost the immunity. So other concoctions we're taking that to boost immunity. Uh, so we're trying to. Vitamin C is very vital for boosting immunity. Vitamin E and vitamin D. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking uh, a mixture of lemon, mm-hmm. um, garlic, and ginger. Some people call it ginger. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It depends on the person. Then some little honey with uh, warm water. So I pound it, then I mix it with some more water. Mm-hmm. I drink it. Then ideally tomorrow morning I should also be able to wake up early by 7:30 to around 8:30, sit in the sun, because uh, it's it's also vitamin D, so that vitamin D also helps boost the immunity. So I really need to get my immunity up there so that my body can beat this. She, she, yeah. You, you know, I'm actually get, feeling very str- frustrated right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one is that there is there there's a guy just upstairs, you know, the room above mine, and mm. there yo, man, the guy is playing loud music. I just hope, I just hope, you know, it doesn't seep through the re- the, the the recording. And for the people, I don't think because I'm actually hearing you clearly. Oh, for real. I'm not hearing any music interruption. Oof, so. Thank God, thank God. But if if if, if, if this ever seeps through to the people listening, I am so sorry. My apologies. That is extremely out of my control. But um, yes. we, we will do our best to make sure that you don't hear it. And if you do, none can me apologize. But hey, the the concoction. I just wanted to ask when you're drinking it. Do you drink it with your eyes open? Because like, I, yes. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually. Yo, I just had ginger, and you said, uh, what was the other one? Ginger, some lemon, and some garlic. Actually, I like garlic. I, I like garlic in food, but I don't like the smell of garlic when it's raw and yeah. pounded it. Yeah. I really don't like it, but uh, I want to get better, so I'm actually taking it, like, you know? Man, you know what? You know, actually, earlier this week, 
uh, yeah. actually last week. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was this week, right? Earlier this Pardon? week. Earlier this Hello? week, Monday. Yes. I had the Rona as well. I think I think I had the Rona. Trust me. Cause like, <laughs> why 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 do you think that why do you think that why because like I had this severe headache you know uh, nausea congestion my throat was also being funny I could barely like speak mm. I was just mm. <laughs> everything I was saying can you do this for me <laughs> you know my voice was barely coming out and then uh, and you had headache and yes. It's, it's it's possible to be possible. It, it could actually be. But uh, what did you do about? How did so, you? Anyway, the, the concoction is 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 similar, you know. But I mean, I drank it with a lot of dread, you know. I was really, really <laughs> dreading the whole thing. It is so bitter and like I had to. Already imagining you drinking it. I <laughs> think it's horrible. I'm telling you. That thing is horrible. I would rather take... Listen, I know, I I know. with injections, but I was like, I would rather have them injections in my butt than that stuff. I really don't like injections. I don't like injections. I'd rather actually drink the concoction instead of injections. I remember, I remember. Anyway, anyway, let's not go into that. Let's not go into that. But hey, listen, nonetheless, my, my heart goes out to you. And I texted you, I was like, my condolences. You're like, hey, bro, man, I'm not fine. <laughs> man, I was like... <laughs> I was like, did you just think I'm dead? Do you think you're chatting with a ghost? <laughs> hey, listen, like when someone, like, I don't know what people think. I don't know, listen, and, and for the people that are listening, you're, if, if you actually have your misconceptions about condolences, you know, hey, mm-hmm. in, in my own opinion, in my books, condolences mm-hmm. is just like, you know, you're just pouring out your heart to someone that, hey, I feel your situation. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're just being empathetic. Okay. You know, you're not okay. being from, to them. <laughs> from all the experiences I've had, yeah. whenever someone says my condolences, it's when someone has lost someone or mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So in this situation, it was like, I died and you're like, my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like how one of my friends actually Mosin was a, it was a pleasure to have him on the show again. I know he's listening mm-hmm. right now, and like mm-hmm. he calls me and he tells me, man, we need to talk. You know, uh-huh. now generically, whenever we hear this, you need we need to talk. Oh, yeah, it's it's like oh my god, yeah. What what did I do wrong? Oh, is there something? Exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that that must be something. So says him, man, what's up? Is there something wrong? Well, you, you know, <laughs> did someone die? Is they do? And you're like, man, I just wanted to holler at you. Just wanted to find out how you are doing. I was like, bro, yeah, that was you, nice. <laughs> you could have said that. Don't tell me you want to talk again. <laughs> just just holler at me and we start the conversation. Thank Don't you. be like, hey, we need to talk. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, by the way, you're right. It's scary. Yeah, yeah you just it's raised scary. my blood pressure and I'm, you know, almost half dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Anyway, anyway, you know what? Let's start the focus. Let's start the focus. <laughs> all right, all right. You've been dwindling in, but... Um, you know, regardless, I, I just really want to thank you firstly, you know, for jumping on the show. Most people do this at the end. I prefer to do this at the start, you know, because I always believe in giving people their flowers early whilst they can still smell them. You know, yeah. versus waiting it out. And, you know, there could be a chance that they may not be able to, you know, like receive them just as hopefully. You know, so sure. I want to thank you very much for jumping on the show. Despite of the fact that you have the boner, by the way. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and I'm finding that funny. But um, yeah. hopefully we get well soon. And also for the people listening, um, th- this is a disclaimer, man. Like, you won't get the bonus just because you spoke to someone that got the bonus, you know. You are safe. You are totally safe. Calm down. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> this guy is all the way the other side. This, this, this is technology, the 21st century. You know, you, you won't get nine. So you are safe. But regardless, thank you very much also for tuning in. We have a very amazing guest. He's yet about to tell us about himself, you know, what he does. You know, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to, you know, mix his, mix his flow. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, tell you guys what he's all about. And then we'll jump right into the show. So, Mr. Fred, please, in a minute or three, right. where you'd like to do it, let the people know what's up. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, so, my is Eric. Uh, my friends usually call me Freddy. Uh, about me. Okay. Uh, there are two things that really describe me. Um, I'm someone who, who likes to stand out. Like, in yeah, I really, it's just something I realized growing up that actually like to stand then um, I'm someone who who likes to learn things. In other words, it, 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 it has naturally driven me to the past and how do I always create, how do I always drive how people think about something. If if I'm working in a company, how do I create, how, how do I control how people think about my company? So for me, it's just been something I'm passionate about, about because anytime like the schools I, I went to in high school, if someone said something negative about, negative about my school, I'll always want to, I was just that kind of person. Mm-hmm. But anyway, coming, uh, coming back to who I am, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, a simple person. I, I, love, I love music, and uh, it's one of the things I really love, and uh, I love leadership. Uh, currently, I'm working with uh, Isaac Uganda. It's uh, the world's largest youth one organization, whereby I'm a country manager heading uh, and uh, corporate affairs. So I do I do partnerships for the for the organization because we we work with like minded companies and organizations. So for example, recently we we had a youth week event uh, running across universities. So um, it it it's. Uh, I was dealing with how getting partners for this kind of event because uh, impacting young people, that's one of the things we do. You can't do it alone as an organization. You need to work with other organizations to actually do it together. So yes. that's what I do. Uh, then something I always don't want to miss out when I'm talking about myself is I come from now, Iowa yes. in particular. It's it's uh, the northern part of the country. Yes. In particular, I would say northwest. So we call it the western region. Yeah. It's a very beautiful place. If you haven't come there, you should actually. It's just, uh, we call it the West Nile because you have to actually have to cross. It's in the west of the Nile, so you have to cross the Nile. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very beautiful place. Yeah. In, uh, the district I come from, Arua, is just neighboring Congo. I can I can literally ride a bicycle to Congo. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been to, yeah. So my first international travel, I got abroad when I'm going to Congo. So on a bicycle, moreover. <laughs> <laughs> you so, got to even call it international. That's very painful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well troubled. <laughs> <laughs> On a bike. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah. Uh, now, the the funny thing is, okay, it's not funny, but uh, uh, actually, I I was in Macquarie University, so I did uh, back in campus. I did actually nutrition. So 
uh, professional I'm supposed to be a nutritionist. I'm actually a nutritionist. I shouldn't say I'm supposed to be. Yes. I'm a nutritionist yes. by profession. That's what I studied in school. But then, like I told you, I, mean, uh, I like some bit and I like uh, partnerships. I always like to talk and cut deals. Even while I was at Makere, I was like a student leader and I was trying to see how do I, you know, cut deals so that my students, you know, benefit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that led me to my wanted to do that. So I start uh, through ISEC. I was a passion now. I, I would say I'm at the top of my game as yeah. uh, a partnership guy or business development because in general, that's I'm in the Department of Business Development. So I could literally be in a company and think of, hey, how how can you actually make money? How can you partner with other organizations? What value proposition do you have? I'm yeah. good at that. Yeah. yeah. So that is me. That is that is me in a nutshell. Unless you'd like to dig deeper, <laughs> that's yeah. another conversation. We we definitely are going to dig deeper. We definitely yeah. are going to dig deeper. But what I can say for sure about the nutshell is it's definitely a very beautiful nutshell. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's for sure, you know, that's for sure. And by the congratulations on your graduation. You know, it's Thank something you so much. it's something that, you know, sometimes we tend to be like Ah, okay, but you know, like it's also something that really takes a lot of toil and struggle, especially yeah, in a government university. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of politics and syndicates that goes into. It is like, yeah, you know? you've been there, you've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the time you graduate, yeah. it's really sweat and blood, like unapologetic, unadulterated sweat and blood. True. You know, so congratulations. You really do have our congratulations from um, myself and the rest of the 6K listeners. Anyway, who's counting, but everybody who's listening, you know, I do know for sure on behalf of all of them, we congratulate you for, you know, um, getting to that landmark. But, you know, like you said, you've been working with ISEC and you do uh, the partnerships. You do cut out those sponsorships as well for the, for the organization, you know, to just make all the events and the activities work out. Which is something yeah. that's very amazing, you know. I had the uh, the opportunity to interview the son of Kasese. <laughs> yes, he's my colleague. We work together. Yes, it, it was it was quite a pleasure, and I do look forward to having the rest of the team on as well on the show because I, I I did notice that each and every one of you is so suited for that position that they're doing, and also yeah. they, you you guys all have a, like a very very personalized perspective of what you do and how you do it which is so beautiful, you know, like most people are just cogs in the system, like they're just waiting to be told what to do. But you guys are independent thinkers that think together. Thank you so much. You yeah. which, which is so sweet, you know, which is so sweet. And I'm like, I definitely have to get, you know, um, I need to expose my audience to guys like you, you know, and at least well, get some, you know, get some from you guys. But no, not, nonetheless, how did you get with Isaac? Like, tell us the story of how you got with ISEC, through who did you get into ISEC, and the experience in general, but first, tell us how did you get with ISEC? Okay, uh, okay. I think let me go with the honest part. <laughs> not, uh, you know, not, not like, the, you know, how I would just create, let me let me be really honest. Yeah, uh, for me, for me, it was like after high school and uh, like I told you, I always wanted to stand out, so... I I get done with high school and I'm supposed to join university. Mm. I don't get the course that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a medical doctor. 
so I wanted to do medicine. Mm-hmm. So, and I I couldn't get that. So I get like human nutrition. We at the time I was like, hey, it's not like medicine. Like how I would want to, you know, medicine was more of this uh, prestigious course. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. yes, I was like, I was like, this course I'm doing human nutrition. It's a new course and it's one of the developing schools in the country. Yeah. So how do I stand out? You know, mm-hmm. that was the question in my head. I'm like, hey. I'm but I'm going to make sure I really stand out. Mm-hmm. How do I actually stand out? Yeah. So uh, one time, uh, actually before I joined the university, like that time, you know that course you're going to do, but before you actually report for the first year. So I, 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 I have a he's, uh He's called Walter. Walter, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter. Yes. So we're having this conversation, and he was like, he was telling me about, I was like, he was actually in his final year, he was doing engineering so. Yeah. I uh, Walter, what plans? You you're getting done with uh, university. What plans are you doing? He's like, you know what? I'm not worried. Like my future is sorted. Um, uh, after after university, I'm going to, wo- I'm going to do an engineering job outside the country. I'll be. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, how are you going to do that? Then he's like, I'll I'll actually be, I'll be doing it with Isaac. Isaac is this organization that that uh, w- you get the opportunity to work outside Uganda. You know. Yeah. So I was really curious. I was like, okay, I actually really like I, I want to stand out. This would be like a nice opportunity. So yeah. it was just like a casual conversation, and we didn't say nothing much about it later. But I I went back, googled Isaac. I liked what I saw. What I saw was uh, the world's largest youth one organization. I was like, wow, I definitely want to be part of this. Yeah. So I I Isaac on Facebook, like. Literally, I, I waited because he told me that someone has to be in campus for you to join. So the moment I reported to campus, I reached out to Isaac. Like, I joined Macquarie University, I reached out to Isaac. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, the other day I was talking to my colleagues and I was telling them, now, because right now I actually have access to the Facebook page and I could literally see the messages. So I was joking with my friends and I was like, I actually want to share that message and screenshot it, the message I sent Isaac back, yeah, 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 yeah. back then when I was just like, yeah. So... I reached out and uh, I was like, hey, um, I'm a first year student in MOOC, like a very humble person and I'd like to join ISEC. So uh, the the head of uh, human resources at ISEC at the time told me, uh, it's, yeah, there is an opportunity for me to join, but I could, uh, she sent my contact to someone who was responsible for Macquarie University. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to that person, we had a conversation and I liked what uh, I liked how the conversation went. So later she told me I'd be called for an interview. I really prepared for the interview. I can't, uh, I, I remember that was the first time me tracking in while at university. I was like, tracking. Yeah. went for this interview and it was amazing. It was uh, a point of, you know, self-discovery. The yeah. kind of questions they were asking me at the interview was not about what I thought they would ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more of digging deeper who you are. Yeah. Because in ISEC, we, the, the, for us in ISEC, we're trying to develop leaders and we're trying to develop leaders who are solution-oriented leaders that empower others and leaders that are world citizens. So mm-hmm. the questions were digging much into that kind of space, how the the extent of those those uh, qualities in me. And it it was a point of self, you know, self-discovery, I, 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 self-reflection during the interview and I I got to I uh, joined NASA and Isaac and my first task was there was actually a conference it was um it was a pioneers congress leadership congress that we're having people from Kenya Tanzania 
uh, Ethiopia from different countries. We had someone from Ghana, someone from Egypt, and all these young people at like in one place. So it wasn't Rwanda. Like I joined Isaac in two days. I was already uh, among the team from Makere going for this conference. And wow. Amazing. It changed my perspective about things. I saw young people and I saw what they were doing. I saw like it was really amazing for me. That was the point. That was my turning point, And that's how I came into Isaac. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, two days and you're already an international student. A second time international, you know, traveler. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one was a bicycle, remember? <laughs> yeah, of course, this was like second time international traveler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, the second one, was it, on a, on a, was it also on a bicycle? Yeah, no, 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 no. This was this was by bus. <laughs> I took I took a bus. I remember yeah. I used Volcano bus at the time, and it was just Rwanda. It was like uh, it was uh, it was a really nice and interesting experience, also. Yeah, because yeah. this was the first time I had to be at the border, and they're all asking for passports, and yeah. you know, and you're trembling. Yeah, and this trembling. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it was it was interesting. It was really. Yeah, because cause, cause, you know, if you do recall, the last border you crossed was just, you know, a small Maram Road yeah. with a yeah, little bit of dust. Yeah, some small border where, some, where you just, you know, cross with your bicycle and yeah. nobody asks you about anything. Yeah. It was, yeah, this was a different experience. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. You know, I actually do remember the first time I also crossed the border. Good, I was really trembling and shivering. I mean, it was the first time, like, people asked me about my passport and what and all these, and everybody yeah, I know, I know. Was frustrated, you know. And, and that's for the yellow fever card. And you know, like... no, no, by that time, there was no yellow fever card. Okay. It, you were lucky. You know, really lucky. It was actually there. It was actually there, but I remember I didn't have it. I did have it, but, uh, you know, as Ugandans, there's always another way of language. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, thankfully the person at the border smiled just, you know, as, as, as widely as my pocket smiled. And <laughs> <laughs> they call it Kitki Dog or something small. Exactly, exactly. The Ugandan yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but hey, listen, I'm just wondering, you know, because uh, Baluk actually told me about the. Uh, shout out to Baluk, by the way. I know you're listening right now. Um, we, we did yes. an amazing session for sure. You know, for all the people that by that have not yet listening to it, definitely you have to, because this is a follow up to, you know, that one, because they, they do work together. And of course, you know, some of the content that I'm actually going to be asking him is like follow-up questions to what we had with Balukuba. Because I do understand it's the same environment, you know, so of course the responses, you know, it's almost in the same, you know, same perspective, same uh, deviation. But I'm just wondering, you know, when you are being interviewed, what questions were you asked? Because you said, you know, you asked questions about your personality and all. But before you tell us, you know, the questions that you asked, like how did you prepare for the interview in the first place? To be honest, I actually thought I was going to be asked. Uh, I was going to be asked about, you know, like uh, what particularly. That's what I thought. I thought they were going to ask about what I have. But like, so I did my research about Isaac. I made sure I understood, mm-hmm. like, reading about it online, and I thought that's what I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the. The, the questions were totally different, wow. and 
talking about certificates and my high school certificates. Mm-hmm. I was a debater in high school, like so. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was actually my high school. I was in Saroma Christian High School. Yeah. Uh, it's a school in Mukono, and I was like debate club club president. So I'm like, well, my certificates are gonna help me out. So when I reached there, they were actually asking me uh, personal questions about you know, first of all, who are you? Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us about yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where do you envision yourself in the next five years? Mm. Then, then they would ask about scenario questions. They would like, uh, the, I remember there was a particular question they asked. Uh, have you ever been in a group? Have, have you ever led a team? Then I was like, yes, I have, like in high school. Then have, have, have you been at a situation where the team actually disagreed? Then mm-hmm. what do you do about mm-hmm. it? They want to, they want to see how, how you can be as a leader and what yeah conflict is when yes so they they asked me just such kind of questions and I, it got me thinking I'm like okay what are these people looking at for yeah yes then they asked me I remember my first role was actually because in ISEC we have departments and uh, the the in ISEC we believe that everyone mm-hmm. nobody a leader, everyone can be a leader. Yeah. You to leadership people. That's what we believe in, I think. Mm-hmm. So for us when the interview is not about it's not about, you know, how good already you are, but we want to understand what your abilities are and where can we place you to thrive, where can we place you to actually grow. Mm-hmm. And for me, they asked me questions about people and uh, how I would team and all that. And for me from from what they asked me, we even do a person. Mm. Remember, we did the 16 personality test, and my personality was a campaigner by then. Yeah. Of which personalities actually don't change. Yeah. It put me to be more of a. By then, I joined the talent management team, which is more like HR, and that's a team I joined. So I was this new member, but I was someone, and we are like in the HR team managing the members of the organization. How do they actually grow? Because I was. I was okay. I am still this kind of person who is passionate about people and how can people go. Though over the years I've moved into, like I told you, I've moved into PR and business development. Yeah. I have that heart for the for any organization I work with. I have this heart like, hey, how can the world perceive this organization I'm working with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yes, uh, uh, by the way, I'm actually wondering, like, when, when you said they ask for. Um, I quote you said personality, situational questions, you know, and they, and they mentioned, of course, if you've been in a group and like managing conflict, you know, and uh, I just feel like that's a very intrinsic way of like finding out how someone actually thinks and processes information, you know, true, true. the most part, most of the interviews are so orthodox, you know, like it, yeah. it's, it, it's so predictable, but this one was, you know, like, I don't know, even if you were given a whole year to prepare, you would never imagine that they'll ask you something like that, you know? And, and uh, yeah, just to add on, there was one crazy one they asked, and I was like, what are these people asking? Someone yeah. asked, like, they, because in Isaac, they're also trying to see how can you sell, you get? So yeah. They were telling us, uh, do you know Wi-Fi? Then they were like, yes, I know Wi-Fi. Yeah. Tell me about it. What? what? You're like, I know it's this con- it's this connection, but the point is, then you think that's a question, and you're like, 
think that's a question and you're like, look, okay, assume you're with your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Just explain Wi-Fi to her. They want to see how you can break down things to people. Yeah. Because as a leader, you have to empower others, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, how do you want me to explain Wi-Fi to my grandmother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have to think, you're like, okay, are these people joking? What do they want? And they're like, assume, actually, assume I'm your grandmother. Yeah. So it was, it, it's quite interesting, but like, I was just, in ISEC, you have this opportunity to go. It was like months of yeah. me. I'd just been interviewed, but after four months, I was yes. in the chair interviewing someone. Whoa, yeah. okay. Someone who was getting into the organization, and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, that was my experience. Let me ask, though, when, when you're on the panel, you know, interviewing, and, you know, like, just, uh, in the, of course, like, trying to vet the person that you were trying to vet, what question did you feel that you posed that you felt stood out the most? I do understand you've been, you know, interviewing quite a bunch of people, but like, is that yeah. one question that you feel stands out so much that perhaps you find yourself asking that same question every time you, you know, you put it upon her to interview someone? Yeah, for me, say, there is one question that stands out the most for me. Yeah. Is, tell me about where do you see yourself in the next two years? Hmm. Because uh, at a point where someone is getting an organization, I believe for someone to thrive in that organization, the visions have to align with that organization or they yeah. need to be the person that is hungry and willing to speaking for growth, someone who is really hungry and this this is a person who can thrive in an organization if you're hungry. And 100%. for me for me those the first question, tell me about yourself is usually where someone would either pick my attention or lose it. Yeah. Yes. For me, that's, I, I believe that's why you have to, you have to really win someone over. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You have to get deep and win someone over. And for me, that's, that's the question that has actually stood out. Yeah, no, man, that's for sure quite a very authentic, you know, question. Because if honestly, you don't see what I see, you know, then there is no way we can we we can sail on the same boat. You know, because you'd be drawing me towards a different direction, and then we're moving to a different direction. One of us would have to get off the boat at the end of the day. But if all of us are sailing to the same direction, it makes yeah. you know it, it makes it easier to move personally and also to make some sacrifices, make some decisions as well. It's really smoother. So for sure, yeah. I, I would definitely say that's a very, you know, click on question for sure. But, you know, in the start, you mentioned that you also are a fan of music. And I was just wondering, like, what kind of music you into? Oh, my God. It's like, what wow. Oh, my God. Okay, let me just start by saying I really, really love music. Okay. So I listen to so much of pop. Huh. I listen to R&B. I listen to Afro pop. I listen to Afro beats. Yeah. I listen to so like I listen to every kind of music. So yeah. let me just like internationally. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me start locally. I I listen to a lot of Ugandan music. I like to analyze music. I like to you know I actually listen, analyze it, and and I and also analyze the trend. How is the music industry in Uganda going? Mm-hmm. And to me, why I do that is also personally I. I Entertainment is one of the things I like. Yeah. What? 
why entertainment fighters are like PR, like public relations, and I know that if you want to do PR of a, a country, if you want to do PR of a region, entertainment is one of the tools that can change the mindset of the world about your country, about where you come from. If you look at the United States, it's much the entertainment industry that puts them out there, much as they do other things. Yeah. If is now dominating in Africa, in East Africa, if you look at it right now, via entertainment, it's Tanzania, and it kind of puts it out there. It shows what the country is. It can even contribute to tourism, all these things. Entertainment is a very big That's I, I, I look at music in terms of passion and, and also business. But uh, getting back to the... The point, so I was telling you, I also like local music, like in the Zook type of music. Mm-hmm. So I really like them. I, in Uganda, like for example, my favorite artist in Uganda is uh, Zuli Tam. He's, he's a really new, he's a new artist. He has been around like for I've listened to his content, it is unique. He's got the and, juice. Uh, pardon? He's got the juice. <laughs> Exactly, he's got the juice. Like he's, I don't know, he's, he's really good. And I've also, uh, I've, yeah, he's he's really really good. Uh, there are many artists I like, but he's one person I would single out. Then, and then all over East Africa, I am just crazy about the Tanzanian artists. I like, I like Fun Platinum. I like, uh, I like Zuchu. I like Rayvanny. Then from Kenya, I really like Saudi Soul. I, I listen to so much of I've listened to the album Midnight Train the whole of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, listen. By the way, we yeah. give these guys free pub. Them people don't sponsor this pod, but it's I, you know, because we love them and we love what they do for sure. And I do know so the people listening for sure, you know, do appreciate some of these folks. So yeah, yeah, you know, and like that that's the whole thing, man. That's the whole thing, man. Like if if you do your thing on a high level and you execute on a high level and you like authentically produce good stuff, you know, you get to actually be spoken about in rooms that you aren't even knowledgeable about, you know, in spaces that you even don't know exist, you know, because, listen, I would bet my head if Saudi Soul knew about my show. (laughs) You feel me? (laughs) You know, but because they do kill the game and they do their thing, they get to get exposure in front of, 6k people plus you know because of how they perform the music because i know the stuff mm. that are listening right now i don't even know what sound is always in the first place i do know folks mm. that are listening and like oh like googling is so like by the way it's s-a-u-t-i space s-o-l yeah <laughs> just say so <laughs> so get it right but now nah, i also appreciate the music so yeah like listen for sure for sure you know music is really something that really really like i don't know like it just like kind of it's, it's like as if what if, if the world had like seven axes on which it spins music <laughs> would be like one of them you know <laughs> i'd say the same i'd say the same so uh yeah south is is really good yeah. and diamond platinum mm-hmm. Like yeah. He just got signed with uh, Warner Music. Yeah. Now, Warner Music might seem like a small, big deal because it's among the big three. Yeah. There is Sony, there is Universal, then there's Warner. Yeah. Now, Diamond Platinum is signed with Warner. Yeah. With Khalifa, 
to the likes of Banner Boy and all this. Mm, yeah. Like putting East Africa on the map. Yeah. Wow, man. So, yeah. Music. And then I really love Justin Bieber too. Justin mm-hmm. Bieber has like, I've, I've listened to his content, especially his album Justice, and I'm like, wow, he's putting stuff on music about actually gone through how he had to deal with fame, being a child and yeah. you know, being a teenager and getting all this fame, but the world the world doesn't allow you to be to to be a child, you know. Yet he was actually a child. His mm-hmm. his his album Justice really inspires me and I'm like, wow, he really went through a lot but he has yeah. turned out to be this yeah. great person. Yeah. yeah. I, so music is like my escape. Oh man, like listen, you're actually not alone, you know, like very many people have music for their escape for sure. And you know why sometimes like actually uh, some people like maybe like, hey man, this boat, like we're supposed to just be giving out gaming nuggets and all this stuff. But like I did understand at a very early stage again that, you know, people do not connect to people because of how much game or how much nuggets you're giving out. People connect to you from your identity, like what kind of person you are you know like what what are the things that you're drawn to how you spend your time what are your escapes what are your hobbies you know what do you like to talk about stuff like that i mean that's what draws people to you you know and like i i don't like really believe actually met some guy today i was heading to the gym and he asked me about the podcast and I, i told him like it's just regular people you know that are having raw talks like just having raw conversations you know, and yeah. it's it's nine like you know we we, we talk about like hey, I, I shook the president's hand fifteen times and then I got these number of PhDs like nobody gives two shits about that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a bunch of many folks running around with all them stuff, but they are horrible people. Yeah, yeah. You know, they are horrible people. You cannot have a five minute conversation with a guy, you know, because he feels he's on top of the world because he has like seven PhDs. Feel me, and like that kind of person, they don't have anything to teach someone else. They don't have anything to share, you know. And if you're that kind of person, trust me, keep keep your PhD. I'm gonna keep my audience. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I feel. I feel actually. I would. I would. Okay, just my perspective. I'm I'm not saying this because I'm on the podcast, but I would. I would uh, like listening to your podcast would be much better because I'm having people who are going to really experiences like me. Yeah. Not, not people who are like out there in a different level, you know, a mm-hmm. different dimension. And I'm like, I can't relate to what they're going through. Yeah. So for me, this is, this speaks more to me. I would identify more with this. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah, so you're doing, you're doing an amazing job. I pre- listen, it, it actually has very little to do with me. I would say it has more to do with like, you know, folks like you, you know, who like coming on the show and then, you know, just bless the people here. You know, I'm just, I'm just a moderator, man. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you so much. Thank you so much for the compliment. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm just a moderator. Your folks are the one that bring the fire. I'm just like the guy who kind of like make sure that it doesn't burn the entire place, but just, you know, keeps the people around it warm. No, I'm saying. <laughs> but you make it up and you make it up and <laughs> hey hey thanks thanks as well but hey listen ask yeah. me want to ask i want to ask you know let's get back now to the pod as well you know you you yes. said you are so into like um of course you do score the, the partnerships for your organization i'm just yeah. wondering you know like what is that one partnership or sponsorship that you scored that you're like damn i didn't know i was going to be able to make that happen but i got it you know like could you like tell the people 
like what part with which company that was you know and how did you go about it okay you know you, uh, like the steps you took to actually score that partnership right uh okay let me give you which which one should i give you it's actually two for for, but, the, uh, for the youth week yes for the week youth week there are like about two partnerships that were a little bit unique uh my first partnership the first deal we made for the youth week and the last one hmm. we had other partnerships in between but the first one and the last one like how they say the first cut is the deepest <laughs> this is yeah. like okay because uh for me our first partner that we did we did sign was uh mtn hmm. and uh why it was unique was uh uh number one in in business development there were people called leads and hot leads in yeah. other words 100% yeah a cold lead is someone you've never had conversation with it's like a stranger and you've never had business with your company doesn't have history of working together yeah and they so, about you as well yes so they have history of working together and uh, so i i called I actually reached out to the business development person yeah. and uh yes uh to you john paul in case you're listening <laughs> i reached out to him and uh yeah i i really didn't know how to you know starting a conversation is very hard when you have not met someone but i i, I reached out to him yeah i i told him i would like to with him. yeah uh, but first i'd like to have his emails mhm yeah he understands the point that I'm coming from so I sent out the email to him uh I, he didn't see it i don't know there is a way sometimes uh when like a company that let me say i someone is sending from a different company and uh isaac had never had business with the company before it mm-hmm. as probably as uh it could go into the junk or it could go in as you know yes spam Um, yeah like someone would think you're spamming them yeah. now get an email so i called him again and i'm like hey i did you get my email he's like no but i'm like okay i would like us to have a meeting and he's like let's have a meeting now and if you're doing sales mm-hmm. you people usually want to prepare for sales like a sales pitch to pitch yeah. and i don't really prepared and all that stuff but of course when one one important thing is you need to have passion about what you're doing so mm. this event was i was passionate about it because like i had this fire like yes we need to do something for the youth and you know to we are the young people we need to have something mm. and i like i had this event at heart so i just like okay let's actually have a meeting right now pitch to me tell me what you guys need mm-hmm. then of course i pitched to him he liked that he really liked it so he mm. he told me send me your proposal send me the document let me send it to my team the link so we sent it to the team then they had some background checks on us some vetting yeah it yeah. it the, the partnership turned out but for me why it was special was uh uh because we had not had this together but yeah uh, shout out to MTN yeah for supporting young people yeah. it's 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 really something good they did uh supporting young people it mm-hmm. really good we we appreciate it and uh the next one was uh with Jessa it's uh it's uh for those who don't know it's uh it's one of the leading 
uh, companies that produce dairy in Uganda. Yeah. So it's called uh, Yosa Farm Dairy. Mm-hmm. That's just a company's name, and they make a lot of yogurt, milk, and all these things. So yeah. reached out to them, but it was like they were on my prospect list, but it was like one week to the event. Yeah. And when you have, they actually came in as we had platinum partners and we had gold partners and silver partners. They came in as a gold partner. It was like a week to the event. Mm-hmm. Now having such a pitch is hard. Companies have procedures. The companies have uh, procedures that you, if you're to partner with them in any mm-hmm. three months earlier, others even one six months earlier, but mm-hmm. to the event, and I'm reaching out to them. Wow. So it was that cell line. You're reaching out, but they were, why why I reached out to them was it it was a company that I felt would would speak to the kind of audience that we were reaching out to. Because one of the events that we did, like the movies one, was called uh, Stories That Matter, and the theme was inspiring the next billionaire. And uh, just as one of the countries that has made it from the scratch here, mm-hmm. the story would com- connect to uh, the what we're trying to do at, at MOOBS. Yeah. So that's why I bought the company on board. Mm-hmm. So we had the pitch, and uh, we had a meeting with them. Everything actually worked out. They liked the idea, and they came on board as partners, but... Why it was special and unique to me is closing a deal in a week, it is not easy. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's involving a huge amount of maybe money, if they're coming above the partner, it's not easy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was something I felt really proud of. Wow, that's amazing, man. Shout out to MTN and Jess. So, by the way, um, on a special yeah. note as well, both companies are really amazing. Their service is, that service is so amazing, especially for MTN. And by the way, people like sometimes some some of the listeners may assume that you know we we say this this nice stuff about some of these companies because they like sponsor the pod nine like that. By the way, none of them sponsor the the, the pod as well. I'd very much appreciate it if they wanted to jump on board. That would be cool. But you yeah. know, like, no cap. Like these guys have actually mastered the game and they're killing it. For example, with MTN, you know, I, I, of course, I don't want to really go deep into how they do and how they operate, but I really really enjoy using you know mtn and like um uh, by the way and inside the fact is that we are actually using mtn to record this no saying by the way your people yeah. listen we so are killing it <laughs> but it's fine it's fine but your people have to catch up with these we definitely have to catch up with some of these but again you know and uh it, listen Listen, if there's anybody, because I do know that there's a bunch of folks that are listening into this, like, I'm going to just put this out there, and I'm not going to have any shame about it. I'm about to bite a very hard bullet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're, I actually have any, uh, any, uh, 60, there's something called six degrees of separation, and it says that yes. for everything, yes. anything that you want, you're only six degrees away from it. Depending on how many, and, you know, you may know someone, that person knows someone that knows someone, that knows someone that knows someone that where you want to get to. Exactly. Now I'm saying, so, hey, listen, we are already, you know, cooking up something with MTN as well right now for nine, but um, we would definitely appreciate, you know, having them sponsor the show. It would be so amazing. I do love that services off of, like, you know, no cap, like nine like that, but, like, they're really good. And just the milk, hey, just the milk is really nice. I like the thickness to the milk. You know, it, let me just let me just correct it. Yes, yeah. from dairy. 
Ooh, yo, yo, just a farm dad. That's what the company is called, though they make milk products, but they're very keen about their identity. That's what the company is called. Ouch, my butt, my Yeah, butt. so many many people say just a milk, but it's actually just a farm dairy. <laughs> hey, right. um, thank you, thank you. You just said me right there. Just a farm dairy, shout out to you guys. I love your milk. It's really amazing. If I'm not taking just I'm taking classic milk. Either okay. one of them is really nice. But now, regardless, you know, um, I just want to know, like you mentioned as well, you know, like that you are very close and patriotic to your culture. You know, you come from Arua. You did mention which part, which district in particular, which area. But of course, to niche into that, you'll also just let us know what what's the name of the area, and then also what's your favorite cultural dish. All right. Okay. So I come from Aruba, which which is in the West Nile. I already. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, but just to be, you know, specific. Uh, yes, I come from. Uh, from within the town of Arua, the Arua municipality, the place I come from is Konvara. It's a very beautiful place. Konvara. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah, Mvara. I would say it's like second all of Arua, you know? Mm-hmm. So really beautiful. Hey, thank you for inviting us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice place. Yeah. It has, it has, uh, Arua has, Mvara, Mvara in particular has like, yeah. amazing, it has produced, very very different kind of people people in soccer people in talent like it has a lot of talent it's a place that has a lot of talent it's is that, is that like they, me yeah i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm sorry to steal your thunder but is that where the the onduparaka team came from now onduparaka team onduparaka is also a place you see how you have like chiweka yeah. all these kind of places yeah. now onduparaka so it's like, yeah, it's on the Paraka is, uh, I would say, 15 minutes away from Vara. Mm, okay. And like on a motorcycle. Yeah, let, let me see, I'm using a Boda Boda. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, 15 minutes away from Vara. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Arua is a really uh, an amazing place, and uh, I love it so much. Uh, I like the people that, if you ever get to Arua, we are people that uh, like to greet the Mm-hmm. You'd you'd have many people actually say hi to you even if you're a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have many people hollering at you, yeah. and they're they're like really yeah the loving people. Uh, my my favorite dish is uh, we eat a lot of kalo. I really love kalo so much. Mm-hmm. I actually feel kalo is actually millet millet bread. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You Thank you so much for doing that. All right. For, for explaining the the kalo, you know, because. Uh, actually, I tell this story so much, you know, because most of the people, most of the folks that we get on here, we get on, we get so casual that sometimes we forget and assume that everybody that is listening is just from, you know, within our demographic. True. true. So I remember I had a quarter by the shout out to Kotola, and he's telling me he has a D for breakfast. I tell him, <laughs> please do me a favor and tell them folks what a D is, like, you know. <laughs> Exactly, you know, it's peanut butter, but like someone from, I remember some time, but I keep saying this, uh, that there's a, uh, one of my listeners from Czech, he identified himself from Czech, I don't remember the name, I'm so sorry, I, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I feel so bad, I can't remember the name, but you know, it was very hard to pronounce, that's for sure, mm. 
Anyway, and he was telling me that, hey, yo, I love the pod, but like, you know, sometimes you like refer to some stuff in your language, your local language, and I just get lost at that point. You know, so sure, like, sure, sure. If, you, if you guys are going to reference it, please give us some interpretation, like this means this or something like that. He's like, he even went to Google and couldn't find it. <laughs> oh was, my God, oh my God. I was busting <laughs> out of love. Imagine, I can imagine. Yeah, 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 on my Instagram, you know, so I apologize. I was like, hey, bro, listen, sometimes we just get sort of taken, you know, by the whole conversation, but I'll really make sure I make it a point, you know, to try and break down some of this stuff. And hey, shout out to you. Shout out to you, my guy. Thank you very much for always listening, but... Yeah, Kahlo, like he said. How, how you explain it, though? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so, to him, I got him covered. I'm going to make sure I explain everything. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, millet bread. Yeah. made from, uh, like, millet flour. Mm-hmm. And uh, the flour, you, like, make some hot water. Mm-hmm. boils then you just like mingle it then mm-hmm. it becomes it's like bread it's like thick you yeah know? yeah well it's amazing mm-hmm. so nice and sometimes the millet is actually mixed cassava but mm-hmm. cassava flour still mm-hmm. and you make it it's really amazing once you have it for dinner trust me you won't you won't feel hungry but if you had like a pizza by 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 10 you're ready you know you're really hungry you're ready you know you're already yawning. So I, I really like Kalo and mm. actually crave for it when I take like two months without having really crave for it. Mm, so Kalo and uh, with uh, with uh, smoked meat. Now the meat is smoked, mm. but the difference how it is made is we make it using Odi. Mm. Now from, mm. from our local language, mm-hmm. uh, from Arua, we call it Allah. That's what we call Odi. We call it Allah. Mm. So it's now, Odi is peanut butter. Yeah. For peanut butter. So, it's like, you know, make that soup with 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 the, with the smoked meat. Mm. And the sauce is just fine. Oh, my God. Mm. It's the best feeling. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. yeah, th- 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 that's my best. Then, for breakfast, I would have, uh, I'd have what we call, now, that's, that's what I would prefer for either lunch or dinner. Yeah. But for breakfast, I would have, I would like to have a cup uh, black tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we, we call it anyoya, but let me explain it. Uh, the Kenyans call it gizeri. Mm-hmm. Now, gizeri or anyoya is very popular in Arua. It's uh, it's 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 made of uh, it's it's like maize <laughs> mixed with beans. Now, if you just if if I just say it like that, it sounds weird. But when it's straight, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> trust me, you like it. Yeah. So it's like. It's like, yeah, you have some maize with some beans. Now, I, I can't, I can't just explain the specifics. You need to actually travel to Arua. <laughs> I'm inviting you guys to come there. Like when I just talk about it, you feel like, oh my god, how do I have? It? Actually, in my head, when I just hear it, you know, it doesn't add up. But when it's on your plate, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some avocado aside, it's yeah. cool. That's the ideal breakfast I would like to have. And much as I'm not in Arua, every Sunday I try to make an effort to actually have it here in Kampala. Because the places that have the the West Nile delicacies within Kampala, so I, I make an effort like at least every Sunday. Le- kind of home feel. Yeah. Like which place? Which place? Let the people know. Uh, that there could be some people around Kampala and perhaps yeah. they may want to you know, strike their test, but. True. 
Now, there is a place around, uh, there is, there is what, there is a place in town around Williams, yeah, Williams Street. It's mm. actually where, you know, the, the bus terminal for the Arua buses are. Mm. Around there, you have a lot of people making that kind of uh, Western delicacies. There's a lot of uh, restaurants there that actually just make the Western delicacies. Mm. So anytime you feel like Western food, just, just, you know, find your way there. It's really, really, really amazing. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that, that comes from a, from a qualified nutritionist. And I tell you if he says it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and if, if you want me to give you the nutrition backing, please feel free to reach out to me online or <laughs> on my socials. We can, you know, have a conversation. Definitely. Like, like seriously, how can they reach to you though? Like on Facebook, Instagram, where? How can they? How can they get to you? Okay. Uh, on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, it's Freddie Line. Now, like I told my friends, call me Freddie. And why, why I'm just Freddie Line is that league, um, starting a league which is like a line. Okay. That's why I I have my Instagram name like that. Same thing on Twitter. Then on Facebook, it's Freddie Line. So, though those those are like my personal, you know, friends, but I also have my official account, which is Idol Fred Derrick, across on Facebook because if if I'm having partnership things, I won't come with a Freddie Line kind of thing. Yeah. It's more of the official name, Middle River Derek. But yeah. in case you just want to have a personal conversation, you can just yeah. reach out to me, Freddie Line. Hey, but uh, if it's yeah. official, we can yeah. reach out to Middle River Derek. But as a matter of fact, you know, um, for some of the people that missed that, we'll actually include the links to his social media platforms and any any anything else that he's doing because I do definitely definitely trust that he's really onto some amazing stuff that you may want to, of course, integrate and, you know, intertwine with. And, of course, if you want to text him, hit him a DM, something like that, you know, you can, you can of course, use that. We'll, we'll get the links to the to, to, to how to contact him in the show notes. And you'll be able to, like, you know, just click the link and you'll be able to handle it directly. I do know he'll reply to you as soon as he can. When he gets the time to, he will definitely make yeah. an effort, you know, to yeah. uh, check in a new But You know, like, regardless... We also want to thank you so much, you know, for, you know, spending the past 60 minutes with us on the pod. You know, we really appreciate it for sure. You know, and all the gems and nuggets and, you know, just getting to know you as an individual, you know, how uh, you crossed, <laughs> how, you, how your first international <laughs> experience was. <laughs> you know, a whole nine. And then like, having to explain, you know, Wi-Fi to your grandma. You know, whole yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it was so amazing, really. It was so amazing. You know, Kalo and the meat, how you like it, how you love it. You know, it, it, it's just very amazing. And by the way, we hope and wish you a quick recovery. By the time this book comes out, of course, hopefully you will be fully recovered. Definitely. <laughs> I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah with, with yeah. the concoctions as well. Definitely keep sipping on those. <laughs> Definitely. I'll keep on them, but just know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's I'll just whole, I'll just keep do my best. Yeah, it, it's a whole curse, but hey, listen. Um, if you have any final words that you'd like to leave the people with, please do, and we'll close the po- we'll close the pod with that. All right. Uh, I'm really honored uh, to be able to share my insights, my thoughts, my experiences with you guys. And uh, Barak, thank you so much for having me. It was like really amazing. I had a nice time. You know. 
just sharing my experiences and <laughs> you telling me condolences, you sending me condolences, like <laughs> that, that like freaked me out. <laughs> but hey guys, I'm not dying, I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> but still you can yeah. send condolences, I mean we could give you his mobile money number, you could just send the condolences, no problem. Hey, listen, we have to make we have to make some of the moment. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Wait, I'm so, I'm so... It's been really it's been amazing. I've had like an amazing 60 minutes I usually don't like being on phone for 60 minutes but mm. I haven't even thought of leaving the call it's been really amazing thank you so much. Much. my pleasure as well my pleasure as well thank you so much for jumping on the show once again and you know I'm so happy that you actually had an amazing time here you know because you know at the end of the day you know if the person that is delivering the word is not as um chumketed about it you know, it's very likely the people that will receive it will be as excited, you know, so it's almost like they just match the energy, you know, so true, true. thank you so much once again. And uh, hey, 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 one more thing, one more thing before we go off the show. Yes. By the way, I'm giving you one question as well. Perhaps you may, you may okay. know that you could use for the panel. I'm just chipping in my own nugget here. Pardon? I'm just chipping in my own nugget here, you know, into okay. the whole interview process but hey listen i'm not interviewing you regardless it, it just that, that, that was just me ranting but i'm just wondering say you yep. have the opportunity you're given the opportunity to mm-hmm. write a quote or a phrase or a statement on this very huge billboard hmm? and the billboard mm-hmm. will be shown in every part of the world, what would that billboard say? If I was to write a quote on a billboard, yep, what would it that say? That phrase, and that quote, that billboard will be seen on every millimeter of the planet. Wow, that's an interesting one. Can I have it's kind of like uh, thirty seconds to think about it? It is <laughs> be an interesting one. We could give you a minute or you know. Or a few of silence. Okay, uh, let me let me actually have a little silence. Wow, so I caught me off guard, and I'm thinking of <laughs> what caught up because what I have would be not just a quote. It's something actually more. Something more. Anyway, the quote I would just put is, number one, one thing I believe is, it's not a quote, it's something very simple, but I would say never underestimate the power of good. Mm, Wow. Yeah, because personally, from my experience, certain things are not good at. Mm -hmm. Like the certain tasks that I took at work, at my experiences at every point of my life that where the things that I was not competent at, the things that people were like, oh my God, you'll never be good at them. But I had like great, like this thing, like keeping on trying. And that's what sets everyone apart. That's what sets Cristiano Ronaldo from other players. 
That's a whole other argument, but we'll let that one slide. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, yeah. me, I think great is what yeah. sets people apart. Yeah. That, that's what sets Einstein apart because Einstein, much as people think he was just genius, but he was someone who took look how children start talking very early. He actually started talking late. Like, mm-hmm. he was this person who took long to learn even how to... But, yeah. you know, just... He, 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 he had a hard time learning, but he turned yeah. out this genius. But it's because of his grit. Like, never underestimate the power of grit. It's yeah. what sets great men apart. Oh. Yeah, that's what I put on the pool board. Never underestimate the power of greed or grit of good? Grit, grit. Grit. Yeah, it's grit is... Yeah. Um, like resilience, yeah. kind of. Yes, 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 yes. Something like that. So never underestimate it. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing, man. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. And for the people that are listening in, hey, make sure that before you actually jump off of the show, if you're not yet subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's... Listen, I'm not going to promise you nine, but I'm going to tell you one thing. Every time you come on the show, it's always going to be pre- better than the previous one. That's something I can give you as a promise, you know. So I would definitely tell you to be in your best interest to subscribe. So as soon as it drops off, you know, you'll be able to get a notification. And, of course, you can listen in as soon as possible. You know, and get these nuggets in, you know, because sometimes it's not about the smart. It's not about you being the smartest. It's about how quickly you get information. You know, the one that has the quickest access to information is always the one that's leading. You know, so uh, the sooner you get to actually dig in and, you know, listen in to some of the gems, and the people that we're bringing onto the show, you know, the sooner you get to get some of these nuggets. I mean, some of you perhaps didn't even know that there was a meal called Kalo, but uh, thankfully now you do. From a nutritionist, by the way, let's let's highlight that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, regardless, thank you so much, Mr. Fred. We really enjoyed having you on the show. We look forward to having you again very soon. It's in a the pleasure. Future. It's a pleasure, Mubarak. Thank you so much, too. And everyone i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening and subscribe okay my pleasure all right okay okay thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in right up to the end i hope we have been able to do justice to the subject and i hope we have been able to cover everything that perhaps you'd like to know about greed and being able to just be a go-getter and you know just do what you do and do what you have to do and of course i'd like to call on to you to make sure that you hit the subscribe button before you leave it would really mean the world to me and it would of course help the podcast rank better and rank higher in whatever from whatever podcast platform you're listening in with that said i'll see you next week